My name is Brianna Banks, and welcome to Encourage, a safe and open space where we uplift, empower, and support women through conversation. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Encourage. If you are new here and you didn't hear our first episode, feel free to go and check that out on Apple Podcast or on YouTube. But today we are talking about financial literacy. And I have Miss Kendra Williams here with me today, a nationally recognized financial educator, a speaker, team builder, and the CEO of Onyx Advantage Insurance and Financial Group. She prides herself on helping middle American families to become their own money managers. And she's from Oakland. So just so y'all know that. (laughs) Shout out to the town. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I mean, this is really needed information and I'm so excited. So how about you, you know, just tell us how you got started and a little bit about your story. Okay, cool. So Kendra Willis, I think you said Williams, but that's okay. Kendra Willis. I'm so okay, sorry. Brianna. That's okay. That's okay. Look, I'm a Willis by marriage. So that's okay. okay. <laughs> um, anywho, I like you said, my name's Kendra. I am from Oakland, born and raised in Oakland. Um, my fam- my grandparents migrated to Oakland from down south way back when in like 1940. So my family has deep Oakland roots. Sure, my family knows your family somewhere in yep. in there somewhere. Probably. Gotta be. You know, everybody in Oakland is cousins. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I got started in the um, financial industry about 16 years ago. Um, I kind of got started here. I used to own a staffing agency. I, I live in San Joaquin County, so it's a little um, not too far from Oakland, about an hour drive, um, give or take. But I got started in this industry just because of many of the things that had kind of happened to me and my family. Um, My grandparents, probably like your grandparents, your great-grandparents, lived and worked their whole entire lives. And I I just kind of assumed that they had their things together. But as they got older into their 80s and um, started getting ill, I started asking questions about their finances because they had worked forever. Mm-hmm. And I started asking questions about their finances. And it wasn't until my grandfather died um, and I went to look for his insurance and I realized he had something called a decreasing term policy. And I had never heard of that. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in my 20s and I just, I did, I realized I don't know anything about money. I don't know anything about how money works. I don't know anything about life insurance. And it was just for me, I was like, who would sell him a policy that's going to decrease every year until it doesn't exist anymore? So I just, um, yeah, I just started like my own financial literacy journey. I wanted to get as many licenses as I possibly could. I wanted to learn the money game. I wanted to learn how money works, the rules of money. Mm -hmm. I wanted to learn the rules of insurance, how insurance plays a part of your wealth building. Because I was thinking like, instead of us having to pitch in and bury him, what if he had left money behind, you know? And then we had something to build from. Instead, we had to give money as opposed to us having a starting point. And we really, I just felt like for so many of us, we have to get it from the mud, generation after generation. And I'm like, there has to be a different way. And so my goal was to get educated 
so that I can educate the masses on what it looks like to build a strong financial foundation. Mm -hmm. I wanted to learn how to teach other people to build a legacy and to pass that legacy down so that your grandchildren, Brianna, and my grandchildren don't have to get it out the mud, don't have to go through the things that we went through, don't have to yeah. pay their own way through college. Um, so that was like the beginning for me. And it just kept getting deeper and deeper with me um, wanting to learn and share. Um, and so that's how I got here, mm -hmm. um, which is where I am now. My company, the Onyx Advantage Insurance Group, we're on a national financial literacy campaign. We're on a mission to help more families um, go from financial insecurity to financial independence. Mm -hmm. And my real passion is helping to educate women. That's a dope thing. So Kendra yes. Willis. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> they can find me. Look, they can find me. Yeah. Right, so, and, cool. and I applaud what you're doing because I think it's awesome, um, you know, that you are out there, you're networking, you have this podcast to help educate the people and you have a variety of topics. And I just think it's so um, refreshing to see somebody young like you putting these things together, putting something in place that's designed to educate and empower us. So mm -hmm. I thank you for having this platform, Brianna. I think this is awesome. No problem. Um, you know, and thank you for that. Um, but yeah, really, I just want to help people. Like you said, I really just want to help people. I want to help girls like me, you know, who didn't know these things mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. are talking about now. So I wanted to start off with just some statistics that I, I was researching. One of the things that I saw that really stuck out to me, this is based on 2019 statistics. So pre-COVID, it says that data shows 42% of 18 to 29 year olds have no retirement savings. And that was Forbes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no retirement savings. And then the ones who do have retirement savings, they're not confident that they're on track, that they're going to have enough money by the end. Just like you said with your grandfather, mm -hmm. I don't know how in the world he got looped into something where it dwindled down to nothing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at the end of your life, your loved ones are placed with that burden. Yes. Um, yes. So, I, I mean, that, that instantly just stuck out to me. And I'm so glad that you brought that up in your story because most people are not even thinking about that, especially people my age. Like, right, right. We're not thinking about what's going to happen when our kids or our loved ones are going to have to, you know, lay us to rest. Exactly. We're thinking about the next minute, you know? Yes, yes. And, it, and it's so true. Those statistics are so true. One of the reasons those statistics are true, the fact that people aren't confident that they're going to have enough money to retire is simply because they don't understand the retirement plan at work. So generally what happens you go to a job, you sit down, the HR department places this packet in front of you, and they're like, here, figure out where you want to allocate your funds. Nobody ever explains how that 401k works, how that 403b or that 457 plan works. Nobody mm -hmm. ever tells you if you don't even know what the match is. You don't know that your money is tied directly into the stock market. So your monies that you're allocating to those plans is all based on what happens in the market this week, this month, next year. The second thing is a lot of times people go into a company, they join the retirement plan. They're all excited about it. But guess what? You're only at that company three, four or five years. And so then you go to another company and you start another one. This is not, we don't live in the same times that our grandparents lived in. 
or our great grandparents lived in, right? Mm -hmm. You don't live in those times where you go to the post office or you go um, and be a clerk somewhere for 40 years. No. And so retirement planning was a little bit easier if you went to a job at 23 and then you stay there until 65 or Mm -hmm. until 62. That doesn't happen anymore. So that's why I always encourage people to do what we call portable retirement plans. Own your own retirement plan. There are plans in the marketplace where your money does not have to be directly in the stock market. There are plans where you can get up to 15% interest on every um, on the money you're putting in. I'm not going to say every dollar you put in, but I'm going to say you can get annualized up to 15% interest on all of the money that you put in. Um, and there are plans that are going to be tax-free. So you can do all of that and be tax-free. And then as like, when we talk about my grandfather, when you say, oh my God, how could he get roped into a plan like that? Well, guess what? When you buy a term life insurance plan, because that's what you're buying, right? So Mm -hmm. you buy a 30-year term life insurance plan, you're 25. At 55, if you don't renew that plan, you no longer have coverage. So you die at 80 and your plan is expired. Mm. And you pay for 30 years into a plan that no longer exists. So when people are talking to insurance agents, and I'm licensed to um, sell insurance products, when Mm -hmm. people are talking to insurance agents, a lot of times they just buy what's convenient or they pay into the most cost effective thing, but they're not getting the explanation of how that product really works and if that product is going to work for you in the long run. And so that's why I encourage people to learn and become their own managers. So, okay. Say, you know, I'm going out and I'm in the insurance market, right? Yes. What questions should I ask my, you know, who, whatever representative is helping me or who's trying to sell me the insurance, what questions should I be asking to make sure that I get the proper plan for myself? Right. So it's based on what your needs are. So if you want a plan that is never going to dwindle down to zero, if you want a plan that's going to ride with you forever, and, I, and I'm not against term plans, let me just say that, because sometimes that's the most cost-effective thing, and you can get in a term plan, but if you're going to get in a term plan, you need to ask, like, can I roll this into something that's going to be more permanent, right? So if you're getting in a term, a lot of times what happens with a lot of the companies that I work with, they will allow you to start in a term. Let's say you started in a term, $25 a month. It's just for you to have insurance right now, right? It's like a temporary insurance. It's mm-hmm. just to make sure that if I step outside, get hit by a car or the worst case scenario happens, my babies will have some money coming in, right? Yeah. And, I, and I know it's a short term. It's only for 20 years, 30 years, but can I roll that? So you want to ask them, if I don't buy a permanent plan now, can I roll this into one later? Um, no matter what plan you're going to buy into, you want to ask, does it have growth, right? Is it is there growth? Can my money grow if I put my money in here? Am I just getting life insurance? Am I going to get some savings and investment attached to it? Is there growth? Um, you want to ask them, is it safe? Is there safety attached? Not just for life insurance, Brianna. You want to ask these questions about a retirement strategy or a savings vehicle. Did you put your money in Wells Fargo or in Bank of America and you open that savings account? Nobody ever asks about the growth. <laughs> you just put your money in, right? Mm-hmm. Throw a hundred dollars in your in your bank account, your average checking or savings account. When you go back, it's still a hundred dollars in there. 
And if you don't get the right account, when you go back, it might be $90 because they charge you a $10 monthly fee. See, them monthly fees, boy. <laughs> right? So you want to know what kind of interest? Is there going to be growth? Am I going to get something from this account? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be safe? Is it going to be tied directly to the stock market? If the stock market loses its value or the stock market crashes, am I going to lose some of my money? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are there tax advantages? So growth, safety, tax advantages. When I say tax advantages, I mean, do I pay tax on it right now? Do I pay tax on it later? Or do I pay tax on it never? You want to ask about what's the what's the tax implications? What's going to happen with the taxes on this account? And you want to ask, does it come with any protection? Like what's the protection for this account? A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that when you're building a solid financial foundation, the very base of your financial foundation is your protection, your life insurance, your health insurance, your disability insurance. Brianna, you could be filthy rich, get sick and don't have health insurance, yeah. right? A lot, of, a lot of stars, a lot of um, rappers, a lot of people you see on TV, on the radio, fly is all outdoors. They don't have health insurance. Mm. Go to the doctor and it's $100,000 cause you broke your toe. <laughs> and then you got, where, where does that come from? Now you right. get with the hospital, right? Yeah. A lot of people go bankrupt because they have medical debt. So you wanna have the proper protection on yourself, life insurance, mm-hmm. health insurance, disability insurance. You don't want to not get caught dead and right. not have life insurance. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't until I had my babies and somebody said to me, thankfully, mm-hmm. you need some life insurance. Mm-hmm. And I was like mm-hmm. a year or two ago. And I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have got it if right. nobody told me. Exactly. So, you know, that that is important. Ladies yes. and gents. Even if you are young and healthy and that skin is snapping back, (laughs) you still need to get life insurance. Because you just never know. And and this is why you see um, glamorous photos uh, of people on Instagram and Facebook right underneath a GoFundMe account, right? You're like, she was beautiful. He stayed fly. I saw him just holding up a brick of money two weeks ago. But Mm. when he dies, right, his mama, his auntie, his family members are begging and frying fish. You know, back in the day, not frying fish. I'm not about in my day. (laughs) There was no GoFundMe, right? So people would die, and their family would have car washes. They would fry fish and sell fish plates. That was pre GoFundMe. Now mm. people too lazy to even fry the fish and wash the car. They're just going to beg from you. And you've been planning properly. But now all of a sudden, their poor planning becomes your emergency, mm-hmm. right? Joe's poor planning. He didn't plan properly. Now I have to put some money in the GoFundMe. What about my kids and their education and their finances? So I encourage the first step for us as Black people, if we're going to normalize Black wealth, we have to be honest about the fact that we are making some mistakes. All right. And one of the mistakes that we make is that we're underinsured. We're underprotected. 
And it mm-hmm. starts there, getting the proper coverage. And it's not expensive. It's, it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, and we're just, we're behind the eight ball in general when it comes to building wealth. Do you know there are plans, there are savings plans that come with insurance attached to them that gives up to 15% interest that the other nationalities put on their babies when their babies are two weeks old. So imagine we don't have those plans. They're putting $100, $200 a month up away into this plan from mm-hmm. the time that baby is 15 days plus getting that 15% compound interest. Compound interest is interest that pays interest on the interest. So that money is compounding, compounding, compounding. Now your child is 18, their child is 18. You've been putting your money in the regular Wells Fargo bank account. They've been putting their money in an account with the interest is growing interest, compounding, compounding, compounding. Guess what? Their child has hundreds of thousands of dollars to decide, am I going to college? Am I starting a business? Or do I want to just be your child's landlord and rent them a house out, right? Mm. Because I got the capital to buy the property. This Mm. is why we're the tenants and they're the landlords. They've been using free money. So let me ask you this, because, you know, I'm at that point where, you know, I'm saving for my babies. Mm -hmm. But for me, someone who is not very knowledgeable about the market or even Mm -hmm. interested in stocks at all, you know, that's scary to me, putting my money in some kind of fund and mm-hmm. it's supposed to make money but then mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head you know just like you said if something happens to the market does that also mean that my babies are out of money like what how do they No, that's why you do the no loss guarantee plans <laughs> so there are no loss guarantee plans where your money is not in the stock market it's in the indexes right the outer layers of the market and mm-hmm. the company will tell you Brianna in the worst market, we're going to give you 0.75% of what you put in, right? So you put in a dollar, we're going to give you 0.75%, not a full 1%, right? That's if the market tanks. The market is good, we'll give you 7%, 8%, up to 15%. So there are plans where you're not going to lose any money. You just have to, and that's why it's important to sit with people who care mm-hmm. and Like for us, for my organization and my company, before you put your money anywhere, we put you in our workshops. We do um, a personal finance strategy where you could sit down with me, Brianna, and you could say, okay, my baby's three. I want to make sure that when he or she is 18, she or he has this amount of money. We're going to do illustrations directly from the companies that we're working with. Mm -hmm. They're going to show you These are the milestones that will happen if you put in X amount of dollars. So it's really educational. We've pride ourselves at the Onyx Advantage Group on the education side of things, right? I want to educate you. I don't ever want to sell somebody something. I want to show you what's out there. So even if you don't go with our company and you sit down with the next company, you understand what's happening. And you can say, I don't want my baby's money directly in the stock market. Because in my opinion, don't buy stock if you don't have money to lose. Hmm. And I don't have I, I don't have a, a large stock portfolio. 
but I have a large index portfolio. So when your money's in the indexes, you get that no loss guarantee. Yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds better. So that means we're going to have an appointment. So you can yeah. go back and show the guests exactly how it works. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we do, we do the workshops. We do the one-on-ones. You don't have to be around anybody else. It's a private meeting and we just go over um, your financials, your goals. It's good to see your goals on paper. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of times, Brianna, we're like, I want to buy a house in three years but we never sit down and map out what that truly looks like, right? What, what, what should I be saving? What are they, what, what kind of programs are out there for me to get that house? What is my closing cost gonna look like? What, is, mm -hmm. what should I be saving for a down payment? We help you to map out everything. Where's your emergency fund? People buy houses, they don't have an emergency fund. If you can't save, and, and this is, really my opinion, but it's a, a little bit of facts based too. Mm -hmm. You need to have a year worth of your current living expenses set to the side before you purchase a house. Mm. So okay. if, right. So if your living expenses now, let's say they're 2000 a month, takes you 2000 a month to be you mm -hmm. don't go out and buy a house until you have $24,000 saved up. And that's 24,000 in the savings, not even 24,000 towards the house. 24,000 in your savings is your emergency fund. Emergency. Yeah. Mm. Yes, because you want to always have six months to a year worth of emergency savings. What happens when another COVID situation happens? The pandemic showed up. We thought, okay, we're going to be at home maybe a week. We'll see mm -hmm. how this goes. Because I was thinking, let's see how it goes. And then the world shut down and a lot of people were begging. A lot of people were hungry. People yeah. lost jobs. People lost family members. People were ill. Imagine being sick for three weeks and you can't go to work. Even if you were working from home, being bedridden for three weeks, that don't stop your rent, right? your mortgage. So I always tell people, don't just jump out into the house thing. Try and save what you already, what your current living expenses are. People mm -hmm. can't even save their current living expenses, but then want to go up an extra thousand, <laughs> an extra thousand a month to pay for a mortgage. Right. Okay. So to set a nice foundation for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, I'm fresh out of college, right? Mm -hmm. Just graduated. Mm -hmm. I got myself a job or I'm an entrepreneur and I've got some money coming in. Mm -hmm. What do I need to set in place to make sure that I'm on the right track financially? Okay. So like I said, building that strong financial foundation is just like building a house. First thing first, at the very bottom, very first thing you want to do, you want to make sure all your protections are right. You want to make sure, check with the job and see what they gave you for life insurance or whoever else you bought the life insurance from. You want to know what you have. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, if you want an appointment, we can sit down and look at what you have. Like, what is this? How does it work? How long is it going to be in effect? What's your health coverage look like? What's your, does the job cover you in a, in a disability? Would they pay you state disability? All that good stuff. Then you want to look at your debt. You want to manage your debt. Pull those credit reports, right? Make a plan. A lot of people have a ton of credit card debt. 
You want to get out of debt ASAP. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to carry that, especially when you have those desires to buy a house. Yeah. That debt to income ratio sometimes is what kills people. So if you're carrying a bunch of credit card debts prior to having the home, you're going to be in trouble when you get the house. So you want to pay down that debt. So the proper protection, the bottom layer of your foundation, right on top of that, you want to manage and start working on a plan to pay down that debt. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, you want to be saving in that emergency fund. So you want to actually go over your income, go over your expenses, know what's going in, what's going out, right? You need to know what are my assets? What are my liabilities? What are those monthly things that I just can't get around, right? My Mm -hmm. rent, my, my utilities, my water, my car note. Those are things that are already in place. So you need to, to know what do I have to pay every month versus what do I have coming in? And then what's left over? Because a portion of what's left over needs to go in that emergency fund. So once you have your proper protection in place, once you have um, your debt being managed, you have that emergency fund, then you can start looking at investments. A lot of people jump right into the stock market, Mm -hmm. doing all their investments, jump right into buying property, and they don't have their debt managed. They don't have any money in the bank in an emergency fund. So people say, well, I always hear people say, okay, well, you said to do that, but what can I do like right now, right? Say for instance, what can I do right now? Four things you can do to increase your net worth tomorrow morning, today, (laughs) stop spending now, stop spending unnecessary money. (laughs) Don't buy what you don't need, right? And I know people are like, oh my God, the holidays are coming. What does Mm -hmm. that mean? Make a list for those babies. They're Mm -hmm. small. They'd rather be homeowners than have more toys. Mm -hmm. Figure out exactly what you're going to buy them. Say, I'm not spending more than X amount of dollars and only spend that. Stop spending. Stop buying the extra stuff outside. Stop eating out. Stop buying. That's me. You in my kitchen. Girl, (laughs) that $10 coffee. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm." DoorDash, Uber Eats. (laughs) Think think about how much money you spend in a week on DoorDash, Uber Eats. I don't want to think about that. (laughs) So so I'm going to give you some homework, Brianna. (laughs) What you're going to do, and you're going to report back to this group. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to take a notebook. Because I think your listeners would like to hear right? They, you, you, this is a reality show. Okay. So, <laughs> right. Right. Take, so November 1st starts Monday or our Monday. Yeah. Not, not, not podcast Monday. So yeah. we're just in the podcast world on November 1st. So by the time you guys listen, she'll be well into doing this. She'll be able to report back. Mm-hmm. You are going to take a notebook everywhere you go. A little, a little small book. Let me see if I got a little notebook. I'm now. I'm, all right. So you are going to, and I know this old school. I know everybody is on apps and all that. So you can also do it on the app. No, I'm a notebooker. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm a notebooker. Yeah. Okay, okay girl, you, you before your time. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else will probably do it in the app, but you're gonna track every penny you spend and what you spent it on. 
every dime you spend, put it in that book and what you spend it on and what day you did it. So I don't care if you buy bubble gum for the babies, 25 cents for gum, uh, $64 for DoorDash, $30 for this, $20 for this. I went and got my nails done. I paid for my hair to get done. I bought some hair care products, write it down. Mm -hmm. And just for a full 30 days. And then we're going to sit down in December and see what that looks like. And don't, don't, you don't necessarily have to change your habits because you want to see what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. And I encourage when I say stop spending now, I want everybody to first look at what you normally do. So that that following month, you can make those changes, right? So you can stop spending, pull your credit reports on annualcreditreport.com, Credit Karma, sit down and make a plan to pay down that debt. If you have three credit cards, pay the minimum balance on the biggest two, but pay more than the minimum balance on the smallest one. Start paying a little extra. If that, mm-hmm. if you only supposed to pay $25 on that card, do your best to pay 50, right? To pay mm-hmm. that card off faster. You want to pay those credit cards off to zero, have them in a drawer somewhere. Those are emergency cards. Right. Those aren't cards you live off of. And if you do live off of them, pay them off in, in their entirety every single month. One of the things I say is we're active spenders in our community. We buy yeah. everything. Girl, we fly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be on Instagram sometimes. I'll be embarrassed. Like, oh my God, these people, they really have it all. They Mm -hmm. are living, right? But a lot of people are living in debt and it's a it's it's false. It's not real. Yeah. And and it encourages young women to do whatever just to look good. Man, let me just, let's just talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. You know, it is a real travesty. I mean, I have younger siblings and the majority girls and, Mm -hmm. you know, they use social media more than I do. And they're only a couple years younger than me, like 18, you know, 16. Um, So I just see how much they consume that social media and how it, affects their perception of what real life is really like Mm -hmm. and it's scary Mm -hmm. it's scary Mm -hmm. and I don't think that they are taking in consideration that it's not real yeah 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 and okay so what do you tell them what do you tell your 16 and your 18 year old sisters just in general about life because you have it figured out let me just let me just applaud you at 24. Just, just, your stuff is together, girl. <laughs> You're doing well for yourself, right? Thank you. But, but okay, so they see you. You're mm-hmm. 100% real. You got your real face. <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody, old, girl, everybody don't have a real face no more, especially in your age group. You yeah. have your, your real body, your real face. I mean, you are a really pretty, young, smart, brown-skinned girl. So they have you on one end of the spectrum mm-hmm. and then they have everybody on Instagram with uh, somebody else's face, somebody else's butt, somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? What, what do you tell them to try to keep their reality real? It's hard, you know, because I can tell them one thing 
and when they're with me, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then it probably goes right out the window as soon as they leave yeah. and they get back on their phones. But I just try to tell them that, you know, you cannot base your life around what other people are doing. Yeah. And, you know, I have my, the, the child that's right up under me, she's, 18 or or she just turned 19 actually and right now she's at that point where am I going to go to college or am I going to be an entrepreneur and take that path you know Mm -hmm. not saying you can't be an entrepreneur and go to college Mm -hmm. but you know she's kind of in that spot in her life Mm -hmm. and she's like you know I saw what you did but that may not be the journey for me and I tell her you know it's okay you don't have Mm -hmm. to take the same path that I took to get right. to where you need to go one, because, you know, God made you for your specific purpose, not mine. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm kind of just trying to help her navigate through that yeah. and yeah. man, it's, it's tough. And I'm like, man, I got my own kids. Like, exactly. this is my exactly. sister. And yeah. Stressing, but I got yeah. my own kids and I have a little yeah. girl now. So yeah. You know, I'm just trying my best. I'm yeah. trying my best. Yeah. Well, and you're doing good. And just, you know, keep your sisters close because, like I said, just, I mean, you are an inspiration to other young women. So I would say Thank encourage you. her. Yeah. Encourage her. If, if college isn't for her, help her to just maybe seek out some other, have an idea of what she wants to do. I would love if you want, maybe we can sit down and have like a, a planning session, a strategy session where we can try and help her figure out, narrow down some of the things she likes mm-hmm. so that she can make a decision about, about what entrepreneurship looks like. What are the costs involved? What are the, you know, the time? Most importantly, I tell people, if you're gonna get involved in being an entrepreneur, you have to learn to be disciplined, Ooh. right? You have, Man. and that's, that's what your money that's what your time, you have to learn how to be disciplined. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of us lack. We want all the good stuff, but we don't want to put in the time, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, Diddy wasn't created overnight. Like that's right. That takes time to be that, you know, and everybody's a, a singer, everybody's a rapper, everybody's, but at the end of the day, only a handful of people are going to make it in that arena but they still need their hair done. They Mm -hmm. still need, you know what I'm saying? They still need custom design clothes. They still need their nails done. Mm -hmm. They still need an insurance agent. They still need, you know, somebody who paints their houses. They still need architects, people who build houses. My youngest daughter, she's 19. um, She wants to be an architect. Mm -hmm. And and so she's at um, University of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And somebody was telling her, architects don't make that much money and I was like who are they it was a professor oh architects don't her own professor and I said first of all (laughs) he's teaching the class so (laughs) maybe he didn't have a uh he didn't make it outside building I said guess what somebody built the building that that classroom is in and you're not gonna tell me they didn't make the money for that design okay somebody so don't, I always encourage young people, find your passion and don't, and don't put a dollar value on it. Just yeah. do it. Just do it because you like to do it. Like with you, you're doing this podcast out of love, right? Right. <laughs> it's your own money coming out of your wallet. 
And I do what I do. I connect, even though I'm connected with 150 plus insurance carriers, investment companies, I do all my workshops for free. I do mm -hmm. all my one-on-ones for free. It's not about the money. It's doing it out of love yeah. because I want to see us win. Yeah. Yeah. And I do too. And that's exactly why I'm doing this mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. that same exact reason. This is like labor of love right here. Yes. Um, yes. But let's go back to that discipline piece because that really okay. touched. Yes. Okay. People, you know, they, they're on that social media and they're yes. looking at the end result. Yes. And they don't know the backstory of what that person had to go through to get to where they are. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, if you're my age and, and, you know, I'm trying to get to the younger generations, you know, you just came out of school, right. And you've had mm -hmm. this structure your whole entire life. This yep. is what you had to do. Yeah. You graduate college, baby. It's on uh, you. Man. <laughs> on you. And you have to make the decisions to, you know, take yourself forward and can constantly grow and continue to learn things. And that's a, a wake up call. I mean, I yes. am still going through that. Yes. And I'm not afraid to say it. Some yes. things I'm really good about keeping a handle on, but some things I'm not right. Like dinner. And that's why I be spending money. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so you got to, okay. So you have to set on paper, put on paper, and that's why I said your goals play a major part in pushing you to that discipline. Yeah. One of the things I know I heard you say on our first meeting, and I was, you know, I was um, really inspired because you know what you want. And I, I, I heard that in you. You, you, know, you know what you want. You like, look, I'm buying property. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing that for my household and my kids. And mm -hmm. so you're really on a journey to build this legacy for your kids. Yeah. And do it while you're still young. Right. Yeah. And so. I was like you. I was a young mother. I started I, my first daughter at 21, mm -hmm. the day before um, my 21st birthday. Wow. By 23, by 23, I was holding two babies and everybody thought it was crazy. They were looking at me crazy. <sighs> However, I did what I had to do. You know, me and my husband, we did it. Mm -hmm. We raised two great kids. I didn't pay attention to the naysayers. When I traveled, my kids traveled. Their passport got stamped when I, when my passport got stamped. Mm -hmm. They learned when I learned. We grew up together, right? Yeah. When I was making mistakes, they were right there. I was building wealth. They were right there. Now I have two strong daughters in college. So one, don't worry about the fact that you're young because people always raise the eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Knowing grandmama had 14 kids. <laughs> Come on now, uh, <laughs> my grandma did. That was just how it was. Yeah. Now we're just in this new day where everybody frown upon being young. So you know what your goals are. Put put on paper. You know you want that house. You know you want to start saving that money for those kids. So I am going to cook at least two days a week, at least three days a week. Yeah. Figure out how many days that's going to be, and then pre-plan those meals. Right. So it's like you can get two days out of spaghetti. Yeah, for sure. Right. So pre-plan those meals and actually put that money in an envelope that you would have spent. I know for a fact today, if I ate out at DoorDash, I would have spent $34. Put that $34 in a regular old white envelope. Mm -hmm. And when you see that money piling up, you're going to do DoorDash less and less and less. 
-hmm. and really be diligent about mapping out your day. I map out my days a week at a time in weekly blocks. Mm -hmm. And it's like hour by hour by hour by hour. And in the middle of my day, I'm scheduling when I can cook. My kids don't live at home anymore. Um, So that's another benefit of being a a young mama. They be gone. They leave and you still be cute. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you still be cute. You because you're looking young. good over there. A girl, I ain't got my kids are grown and gone. <laughs> I'm in my 40s. Me and my husband, we're back to being 20 again. <laughs> we're back. To be, we just be like freestyling it. What should we do tonight? You know, we ain't got no kids. Let's, you know, we riding our bike around the neighborhood. We, you know, we going to movies and um you know we're hanging out so mm-hmm. pre-plan your days and figure out what block of time you're gonna get that cooking in um if you can only do it on Sundays cook two or three meals on Sunday and refrigerator and your kids are small enough to where they gonna eat whatever you put out there you just have to say okay I want to save x amount of money this week so two of these days, three of these days, instead of me door dashing, I'm going to cook and, and just knock it out. Pre-plan everything as best you can. I mean, yeah. things come up, yeah. but I literally, I've learned that I have to live off of a schedule and yes. and that off. I, um, <clears throat> I literally just like two days ago bought me, cause I have a calendar on my refrigerator, uh-huh. but I also bought a calendar for more nitty gritty details. Yes. You know, I have like birthdays and stuff on, on the refrigerator, but no, I need to know if I'm going to accomplish everything that I've set out to accomplish, there, mm-hmm. there has to be a plan. Yes. As uh, Tamika going to call and ask me to, to go out to the club and yes. then, you know, <laughs> Shanae going to call and say, da, da, da. no, I need to commit yes. myself. There you go what I'm going to do and accomplish what I set out to accomplish. So I totally agree with you. I just bought myself another calendar and I put on there like, okay, you know, if I'm going to build this podcast up, I've got to be planning content. I've got to be out to people. So I put what days I'm going to do that. Yes. You know, all of that. And I've got what days I'm going to work out on there and everything. There you go. All your self-care stuff. And then somewhere in there, plan that day where you're not doing anything. Like I, that's the one thing that I used to didn't do. Mm-hmm. So my days would just be booked, jam packed. So now I schedule in, this is the day that I'm not answering the phone for nobody. And I'm doing whatever mm-hmm. I, I want. Take to that, do. take note of that. Cause I don't have none of those days. Put that day, put those days, look at your November, look at your December, look at all of your months and say, on this day, I'm not answering the phone and I'm doing whatever I want. So on that day, who knows? I may just don't even want to, you know, leave the house or I might want to go and get a massage or I might, you know, just go walk around the outlets or something. But mm-hmm. I schedule in now days where my team better not call me because even if they do, I'm just going to look at the phone like it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and I even and now, now, Brianna, this is the one that I have the most challenge with that social media list day where you're not you're abstaining from social media for a full day girl that's hard yeah it is 
It is. That is hard. And it's harder for our generation and the generation beneath me. Man, <laughs> they got the phones to go into the bathroom. They listen to yeah. headphones in the car when the radio on. Oh, like, Lord. Yes. What is up with that? Yes, 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 yes. So get that in there. And then when we go back to talking about those net worth ways, we talked about stop spending. We talked about getting rid of the debt and pulling the uh, um, credit reports Mm -hmm. and looking to see where we can cut down and where we can start paying our debt. Then I would say start working on building those assets. So that's where those savings plans come um, come in for the kids, mm-hmm. savings plan, retirement plan for you, you buying the property. We want to start building our assets, normalizing black wealth. So anybody that wants a free personal finance statement, I can sit down with anybody and just help you to craft a financial statement and a plan that makes sense for you. Like, okay. This is my goal for six months. This is my goal for 12 months. And really hitting those milestones. You got a plan. And I'm glad you got that calendar. You got that planner. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's going to change your life. You'll know. You'll be able to look at it and know, okay, I'm filming. I'm taping from this time to this time. I'm working from this time to this time. I'm mm-hmm. cooking from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm spending time with only my babies from this time to this time. Yeah. Young women. Give your kids a bedtime and stick to it. That's my advice. I need you to say that louder for the people in the back. Yes. (laughs) Your kids are how old? Four and 10 months. Okay. So you know that even that 10-month-old baby, she can be trained into a bedtime. She's getting there. Yeah, she's getting there. It's it's coming along, you know. But yeah, I'm still um, <clears throat> lacking my sleeping yeah. <laughs> at uh, this yeah. point. So, so you have to, and this is the old school way. I grew up with all the old ladies um, when when there really were old ladies, because there's not old ladies anymore. Mm. Like, old ladies don't really exist. Think about it. Everybody's grandmama is fine with a little skirt on. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you about it. My my mother looks 40 so I'm her mother <laughs> I'm my mother's mother <laughs> you know I'm in my 40s I'm my mother's mother she you know her clothes are um yeah she looks young she's mm-hmm. gonna have her her wigs gonna change honey uh-huh. her hair color she may have blue eyes on Monday I'm um <laughs> with your mom and blue contacts ma'am she, so you know I grew up with her mother and so I grew up, you know, a lot with the older ladies and they used to put them babies in the room. It could be two in the afternoon. They're going to close the curtains. Whatever time you want that baby to go to sleep, you got to get that room dark. Mm. You got to cut off everything, all the social media stuff you and put on some soothing music or you read a book, hand her that bottle, have her just had that bath rub Mm -hmm. her down with a little bit of lotion (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you have to change the atmosphere. Mm. And that's the same way with us in real life. We have to learn how to shift our atmosphere into a winning atmosphere. Yeah. You, in order to win, you got to deal with winners in order to change your money habits. 
you can't be with the people that want to just go to the club on a whim. And even yes. when you do, you got to stick to your plan, your budget. Period. You rub off on them as opposed to them rubbing off on you. Yes, that that is so good. That is so good. My godmother always used to tell me, you are the average of your five closest friends. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's something that stuck with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you have to um, seek out. Sometimes you have to seek out new relationships and chase the people that look like what you want your lifestyle to look like, right? You want a home, you got to get you some homeowner friends. You know what I'm saying? And ask those questions, right? You can't, you you have a husband, all your girlfriends can't be single because they're going to say, and do the wrong thing now we get in a whole different podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and I just I want to clarify I'm not married yet okay but still I I can't I'm not I am single like in God's eyes but I can't be you know friends that don't have no commitments yes for sure right so you 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 are singular yeah, um, you're in a relationship and you want to go in that direction. Yeah, so you, you you both have to do those things that are going to put you in that direction. Yeah. So one of the things I encourage you to do is to sit down with him and find out what his money goals are. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the same way people do couples relationship counseling, you have to do like couples financial counseling, couples financial therapy. Mm-hmm. What is it that we're trying to attain? How do I do my part separately? And then how do we do our part together? What does that look like? Yeah. And I mean, I have an Excel sheet. There you go. Yeah. And I've got, you know, what I'm contributing, what he's promised to contribute and we're doing it that way. So, you know, we're kind of doing that. Um, But yes, ladies, if, you know, you are going to cohabitate, y'all need to have a pot that is shared, you know, but- also have your own separate situations going on. Absolutely. Every woman should have her own money set to the side. You should always have some of your own money set to the side. Yeah. Um, And I, but I believe that you guys should have some shared goals Mm -hmm. because the only way that you're going to have that longevity, I've been with my husband 29 years and congratulations. Thank you. Um, We were kids together. And one of the things that has kept us is our transparency around money, right? Mm-hmm. I am great with it, so I manage it for the household. Yeah. Because that, that's just my thing. Mm-hmm. So so he has released a lot of control to me to be able to do that. We work our household very old school. I'm very, we're very um, 1960s-ish. Um, I cook, I clean, eat. Um, handle the yard work and people are like it's it's um modern times I, he he better cook too well that's fine if that works for you my husband don't right. cook right but I also ain't took out the trash in 20 some odd years I don't probably I mean Lord, you need to live, <laughs> <laughs> you need to live just, um but ladies make sure you have some insurance on your man too don't just mm-hmm. cover yourself mm-hmm even if this is not your man anymore and it's just the father of your children and you're not together, ladies, mm-hmm. get with the father of your children and tell him, I need life insurance on you. 
because you're going to forever have an obligation to these kids. Yes. So even yes. if it's a small term, until those kids hit the eight, past college age, right? You can get a, mm -hmm. say you got a one-year-old child, you can get a 20-year year term or a 25-year-old term on the baby's father mm -hmm. so that for the next 25 years, if something happens to him, that kid is going to inherit some money. This yeah. is a lot of women with some questionable baby daddies. <laughs> <laughs> some some questionable um career choices mm -hmm. make sure you have insurance on him and even if he doesn't like you said lightning can strike anybody and yeah. it can strike twice yeah so make sure not just you are covered because i think a lot of women we think only about i gotta get this and i gotta do that he needs it too yeah that's good that's good yeah he needs it too that's good so I just want to ask you one more question. Okay. So if you could say, you know, give a, like a one-liner, you know, to encourage these young ladies out here who are struggling with their finances, what would you tell them? I would tell them to be proactive. Um, get in a relationship with your money. Make sure that you recognize money is something that you're going to always have to use. Mm -hmm. And you can start over. You can be in what you consider to be a losing situation and make a few tweaks and turn into a winner. You don't have to make the most amount of money to win the money game. You just mm -hmm. have to be smart about it. So if you aren't making the kind of money you want, if you aren't sure about what to do with the money you have, seek financial literacy help. I promise you, you can start a business with a hundred dollars. You don't have to have a lot of money to yeah. change your financial circumstances. You just have to be motivated. You just have to be disciplined and then you have to get educated. So that's why I'm here. Even though I'm in California, my company is a nationally recognized company. I have licenses for multiple states. I have a team that are in all of the states pretty much. If anybody needs help, I will help you for free. There's not going to be any charge. Um, Brianna knows how to reach me. I don't know if you'll be able to like put information on the thing on the screen but if not I can give my email yeah so um you know I'm gonna put your details in the description on okay the cool page okay. um but for our listeners who are just gonna listen to the podcast tell them how they can find you so you can find me on Instagram I have a couple of Instagram pages Kendra K-E-N-D-R-A the financial educator. Now, I'm not going to tell y'all how to spell that. I think you got that. <laughs> Kendra, the financial educator. Um, that's my Instagram handle. My company's Instagram is Onyx Team 1000. O N Y X. Onyx Team 1000. Just the letters, one zero, I mean, the numbers 1000. Um, you can email me info, I N F O, the number four, Kendra L, like Larry Willis at gmail.com. So that's I-N-F-O, number four, Kendra L. Willis at gmail.com. Um, I'd be more than happy to help you guys. I'm also on Facebook, Kendra Knows Best. It all runs together. Kendra Knows Best on Facebook. And, you know, I'd be more than happy to reach out and help you if you reach out to me. You can also um, call my 1-800 line or text it. It's 866-218. 1545. That's 866-218-1545. And it doesn't matter what state you're in. If I can't do it, if I'm not available, I will make sure that one of my associates and team members, we're all licensed. We're definitely here to help. 
We want to normalize wealth. We specifically want to normalize Black wealth. We want to mm -hmm. educate the masses and we want to help our people. We want to help women to start winning. Yes, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Thank Kendra. You, this Brianna. is so helpful, I'm sure, for the listeners, but helpful for me personally as well. And I okay. will be reaching out to have my one-on-one -on -one planning yes, session. Yes, yes. For and then you, sure. And then you can come back and tell the listeners how that went, what yeah. that looks like, and keep them up, let them follow along on your financial journey. I think yeah. that's an awesome thing to do because you have some good milestones that you want to hit. And so listeners, listen, you're going to watch Brianna for the, or you're going to listen to Brianna and over the next 12 months, watch this transformation. She's doing good, but she's going to be doing great. And I want them to be able to hear it and see it when you cut the ribbon on that new property. Okay. When you, when you, when you have that actual <laughs> station, that actual, that actual podcast station completely mm -hmm. set up. When you have employees, when you have a team of people working for and with you, I want them to see it. I'm going to be here to see it. And I'm mm -hmm. going to do my best, Brianna. Um, I like you. I really do. I want to help you win in the money game. So I'm making my mission for the next 12 months to help you check off whatever financial boxes you want to check. How's that? That's my all goal. Right, all right. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. So meet yeah. your new financial advisor, Brianna. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. So much. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Please share this with someone who may need it, and we hope you leave today feeling encouraged. Until next time.